This. 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 This is the Racer H2O Podcast. It's time to drop that flag. Go! And now here's your host. Free wide battle for the lead. Shoulder to shoulder going into turn one. Rips that boot around. Jared Rosberg. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, troops? Drill pal Jared. Welcome to the Racer H2O podcast. And it took me a couple days to recover our trip to Branson. Awesome as always, had to deal with some weather. It was a little crazy down in Branson for round number one of Powerboat Nationals running of the 2022 Branson Grand Prix Series. Had an abbreviated schedule thanks to Mother Nature. Gotta tell you fans, I've been in production for 30 years. This was the first time I ever had hail hit me behind the camera. I've been hit with rain, dirt, metal, you name it. The first time I've ever been hit with hail. Storm was rolling in and rolling in fast at Branson Landing on Lake Tanny Como. Man, we had to run for shelter. It's a crazy weekend, but hats off to Pat Whitcomb, Dan Bunting, everybody with Powerboat Nationals getting that event in a very narrow window between downpours and lightning was crazy. So be watching for our national TV coverage fans on 300 million households on 11 networks. Of round number one of Powerboat Nationals running of the Branson Grand Prix Series. Pro tunnel boats, formula light boats, great racing in both classes, but I'm not going to spoil it. you got to watch the TV show. Hey, I got another red light on my board. That means we've got a guest. Someone's waiting on the Racer H2O hotline, and that's someone is series director for the Southern Drag Boat Association, David Carroll. We're gonna talk to him about the 2022 season that starts this weekend, fans, in beautiful Marble Falls, Texas. Getting on a plane again on Friday to do our live stream. We'll be streaming that race both days, Saturday's qualifying and Sunday's features. All weekend long on the Racer H2O YouTube channel, Facebook page, and on Twitch. So make sure you like, share, subscribe, follow, all that. But we've got a lot of questions, many questions for David Carroll. And he's standing by on a hotline. We're going to ask him those as we welcome him to the show. In about 15 seconds, fans, don't move. You're listening to the Racer H2O podcast. David Carroll's next. RacerH2O.com is the place to go to find easy-to-use links to our social media. Watch, read, listen to, and enjoy our content on demand for free on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and RacerH2O.com. You're listening to the Racer H2O Podcast. All right, troops, welcome back to the podcast as advertised. That blinking light on my screen. Man, just can't wait for this weekend. Our guest this week, David Carroll, the Grand Poobah of the Southern Drag Boat Association. We have Marble Falls coming up this weekend. David Carroll, welcome to the podcast. Hey, we appreciate you, Jared, man, and all you do as well. Well, we're excited to be part of it. And, you know, uh, we worked with you guys in 2021, uh, live streaming so many of your events, and we're proud to be back in 2022 and hopefully for many years to come. But this year, we got a busy year, my friend. I mean, you are 
the man when it comes to drag boat racing in the United States right now, but you have quite the history behind you as far as outside of promoting the races. I mean, t tell us a little bit about how you got started in drag boat racing and how it's gotten you to where you are today. Well, you know, I started, we started in Marble Falls back in, you know, the late nineties and actually the most I, I went on as, in, as a helper, just as a volunteer to, to Lake Fest. And, uh, the race was going on here and it's like after the first year there is like man i gotta have one of these and so we built a boat and we just started out racing marble falls and you know then kind of ventured out the next year into waco and you know by 2000 we was uh we was chasing the whole stba and the ihba schedule <clears throat> and it was um you know it's that's where it started i mean i grew up as a kid watching drag boats in austin and in waco and my dad took us and you know, I, mean, I can remember going to Waco on the 4th of July and watching the shootout there. And uh, man, it's just been something I've been intrigued with for a long time. I've been, I've raced everything from dirt cars to motorcycles, to drag cars and trucks and whatever's out there. But I don't know, the the whole boat deal, man, just living on the lake here in, in Marble Falls when, when I got involved, it just uh, kind of fit our program and my family schedule a lot better. And is uh, definitely the, the most family-oriented sport that's out there. Well, you saw the growth and, you know, talking, well, before we get into the growth, talk about your family. I mean, your daughter Mallory, no slouch herself in the cockpit. I mean, she's doing pretty well in drag boat racing, correct? Oh, she is, you know, and Mallory's a, she's, she's a, she's a student of the game, no doubt. She started early on racing as a kid and jet skis, and I've made Mallory win in every class before I'd let her go up. So she's went through the ranks as a, as a jet ski to the river racer to the stock eliminator moving up now into a pro mod and the only class that we skipped was the the quick eliminator and main reason i skipped it because i had a driver already in that and i didn't want to have two boats in the same class well you've been involved with this sport for a long time and you were involved whenever lucas oil had it and was a major sponsor we saw it on tv and and going across the united states and any racing series relies so heavily on sponsorship. And when the sponsor pulls out as abruptly as Lucas Oil did, I mean, it just sent shockwaves, not, not ripples, but shockwaves through the sport, doing what many would consider irreparable harm, damaged the sport, and so many events went away. But we see the SDBA continuing to grow, and you're bringing it back. Can you discuss a little bit about your motivation behind that and what you're doing to help bringing it back, bringing back it beyond texas and more to a larger region or even a national stage well you know that's the plan and when, when something like that happens i mean you got to build your foundation and you and you come back and stba has a foundation i mean this is a 50 year old club that's that's been around and i mean the guys that had this before me and even my involvement in it when i mean so I mean, a good friend of mine joe mack and randy ball had asked me to to come on on the board is just a uh a board member and, you know, and put my name out there and I wrote a letter and I come on as a board member the very first year that I was involved with these guys and just thinking that, you know, watch these guys push this thing for many years and, and had the opportunity opportunity with my business and, and where it's at to be that guy that just pushed it. Okay. Well, Lucas was still involved when I was doing that the very next year. I mean, we was at the world finals and I was talking to Dan Robertson and and Richie Lewis, and we was excited about it when we got there about where this sport was going. And then before we left that deal, uh, we knew that Lucas was pulling out and man, it was a long ride back to Texas and just knowing that 
we was going to have to to build a you know just thinking about it all the way home and knowing that we have to build a foundation and start this thing to where we can you know you, you got to have a good foundation before you can build and so we, we spent the first year just really doing that and and come in that direction. And so like I said, and you know, our involvement with reaching out and going to these other places. And, and then about the time we felt like we had our stride, COVID hit us. And then that was tough. We did some no spectator stuff and we really got more involved with the, the live streaming and yourself and, uh, and playing with some of this stuff and, and the, the virtual, I mean, using the slips app, which, uh, you know, it's just less contact and the, the, our whole world has changed. And so, you know, we've, we've done our best and I've got some really good people behind me that we try to stay one step ahead of it, but man, every day it throws you a curve and you just got to be able to, to move and, and try, hope you make the right move and go on because it's an ever changing world we live in today. Well, one thing that's changing is obviously the media landscape and, uh, you know, a lot of uh, things that used to be on television are now moving to the live stream end and, Fans, you can watch all of our coverage of the SDBA from 2021, and you'll be able to watch it all from 2022 on our YouTube channel. Make sure you go to racerh2o.com and click on the link, uh, and please subscribe while you're there. We need to get those subscribers numbers up. Uh, we're speaking with David Carroll of the SDBA, and David, you know, obviously Marble Falls being your first event, the event that got you into this sport, season opener this weekend, Marble Falls Lake Fest. We were there last year. It's an awesome event. It's got to be super special for you since it's where it all began for you. No, it is. And it, it's, it's personal to me. And so having this event in Marble Falls is absolutely awesome. The chamber's been, you know, awesome to work with the city. I mean, there's so many people behind this, uh, this event and it is, it's the largest event that they do here in Marble Falls. And so we're, we're huge. Thanks to be a part of that. And it's like I said, you know, the surveyor was here Monday surveying the course. We've been in the water here since one Monday, but it's, uh, and these guys are all, I mean, if you could just go to a place and, and you got to be careful what you ask for, man, because these guys will produce for sure. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. That's great to hear. And we're excited to be going back to Marble Falls again, fans. You can watch our live stream coverage of Marble Falls Lake Fest all weekend long, both Saturday and Sunday, all day long, both days on our YouTube channel, our Facebook page. And we're also streaming on Twitch for any of you younger fans out there. Those of us with gray hair have no idea what the hell Twitch is, but it's the big thing with the kids. So we're out there on Twitch as well. Make sure you subscribe to Racer H2O. And the links are available at racerh2o.com. Now, I know uh, last year we got a little taste of what everybody wants to see, David. They want to see that top fuel hydro out on the water. We had nitro nuts out there lighting it up, just banging our chest with that sound wave as they went by. This class is growing. Tell the fans how this class is growing. We're all excited to hear. Well, so the whole top fuel deal, man, I, I, Mike Robbins and the Chevrolets and, and I mean, Roger way, those guys have been in this sport for a long time and, you know, and, and they wasn't ready to quit. We wasn't ready to quit. And it's, it's, it's huge, man. And so I had the opportunity to join forces with a couple guys and, you know, and, and partnered up with some people and me and Todd Haas put this deal together where we actually, uh, we, uh, we actually have and Scott Palmer and a bunch of people. And we've, we went in there and we've, uh, We've purchased the uh, the liquid voodoo 
team and and all the and the equipment and stuff to go with it and we're going to debut it in marble falls and so uh got captain kinsley driving it and man it's, it's going to be a huge deal for us and i think for the sport as well and i really think that you know there's the, the problem with top fuel right now is the the availability of parts and everybody struggles with it i mean we get a lot of our parts passed down from nhra i actually purchased two blocks from uh mike salinas which NHRA uh, top fuel driver. And they actually were running these parts from last year and waiting on his new stuff. And we was, uh, you know, about a month ago of receiving these blocks ourselves because they're getting the new parts. We're getting the hand-me-downs and we purchased it from them and we put them into our program. And it's just, man, the parts are tough. I think that by the time, we, I know we have three that are confirmed to be in San Angelo at our, roost, our, our first race there in late June. And then I have, um, I think by the time we get to Wild Horse that uh, we could actually have four to five. I know we'll have four and we could have possibly five at that event. And there again, it's not really a money deal. It's a, it's availability of parts and just the world, you know, the, the crazy times we're in, you know? Right, right. I mean, it's just anybody finding parts. I mean, even here on the video and trying to find some parts every now and then it could be a real challenge. So I can only imagine what it's like for a performance watercraft like the top fuel. But I got to tell you, you get them out on the water fans. That's what you pay the money for to see those things light off the line. It is absolutely incredible to feel the there's the vibration on your chest as they go by. It's I, I experienced it for the first time last year, David, in one of your races, and it was just Wow. I mean, that's that, that's what really uh, piques everybody's interest. But, you know, uh, coming up after Marble Falls, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Let's talk about this Brady, Texas race. Never been to Brady, Texas myself. It's been 13 years since drag boats have been there. Let's talk mm -hmm. a little bit about the Brady Crawfish and Drag Boat Showdown on uh, June 4th and 5th. I mean, that's I don't want to look past Marble Falls. we got a big weekend of racing here. But this event in Brady is pretty cool. So. Uh, Brandon and Ashley, a uh, couple that uh, own the locker room, uh, little sports bar there in um, Brady, Texas, have been chasing me for a couple of years to bring this back. They're East Texas bunch that watched, uh, they used to watch racing when we raced in Logan Sport and kind of grew up in it and, and watched drag boat racing when they was younger. And it was like they started chasing us and when they'd moved to Brady and, and opened this little sports bar over there and, and wanted us to, uh, kept coming. It's like, Hey, we need you to come here. And they put on a crawfish festival there. And so anyway, we can, we joined forces with these guys this year and partnered with them and we're going to do a drag boat. I think it's been since Oh nine that, uh, the last time we raced there, I personally raced there myself the last time we raced. And, um, you know, to go back to Brady, I mean, that's not far from my home. It's probably, hour and a half from here in Marble Falls. And so it's really cool to get to go do that. And I mean, there's another town that is the perfect example of just wanting something to come to their town and, 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 and support it and, and use their lakes and, and bring an event there to where, you know, we, we're just next. I mean, it, it's just another big event. And I think it's gonna be huge. We're gonna take our, uh, I'm going to take our, our fuel boat there. We're going to do some exhibition passes with the voodoo boat and keep shaking it down and, and, uh, and we'll be ready. Like I said, we go from there to San Angelo, but yeah, Brady's huge, man. I mean, and it's a cool place. It's, uh, and being involved with the, 
the, the crawfish festival. I think they got about three or four bands that are going to play there and it's going to deal. I'm looking forward to that one. Well, we're looking forward to it too, because we're all big crawfish fans. So, you know, we want to check that out as well, you know? So we've talked about two races. We have five more after that. There might be a sixth. I'm seeing a TBD. I'm seeing a name pop up. I'm seeing well, Parker, Arizona show up on the radar screen, but we're know, not quite there yet. Are we David? Oh, that's there. So we, we have our stuff completed with, uh, we've got our permits filled out on the river. We've done that. We've got consent from the casino to do it. I was on, I was, I had some conversation with, uh, with their event coordinator there this week and moving forward with, uh, all the stuff. It's just, it's a big, it's a big deal to pull off. And, uh, man, I mean, it's, uh, I can tell you right now it's, um, I mean, it's everything is moving forward with that. But just before we actually really go public with that and say that, you know, it's 100 percent, we got some um, T's to cross and, and 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 take care of some stuff. But I mean, it's it's going the right direction. And it's um, man, I, I'm, it's a cool place to race and to have blue water and those guys behind us is absolutely huge. And uh, I mean, to be there at the casino and pull off one right there in the front yard or in their backyard right there is going to be a cool deal. And it's, uh, you know, we're moving forward with it. We just got some, a little bit of stuff to do there to uh, get everything in line, you know? Well, we, we hope you get that all hammered out, whatever final details have to be done. Cause we would love to go to Parker, Arizona and make Parker even more famous than it already is. We know from the tunnel boat end, there's a lot of stuff going on out there. Jet ski end as well. Drag boats would be a fantastic addition to all that. And we can't wait to take our cameras out there and make so many people famous there. Now, speaking of famous on the water, one of the most well-known places for, for racing, let's just say, <clears throat> is now what they call Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park. Many of you out there in the boat racing community know it as Firebird Lake. November 4th, 5th, and 6th, we can't wait to go, unfortunately, it's the season finale for Racer H2O. It's the season finale for the SDBA and the racing finale for watercraft racer, for at least drag boat racing in uh, Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park. Firebird Lake closing after this event, David. It's got to be sad to hear. Well, it is. I mean, and, you know, I started out there and um, the first time I raced in, in Firebird, I, I'd been out there several times to watch the boat because I was following it, but... Um, I mean, was 2001. We actually went out there in 2001. I won a championship that year. We actually raced under the lights. Uh, Charlie Fagan and went in there and we struggled with wind issues through the day. And Charlie went out there and rented about 30 or 40 of these light towers and set it up. And we finished that race in the dark. And I mean, it, we ran our championship that night or that morning at like 1 a.m. in the morning under the lights. And that was a cool <laughs> And, uh, but Firebird is cool. I mean, there's no, that place being what it is. And then to the fans and the people, it's always been like, it's, it's the weekend after, I guess. So you get all of the, uh, the NHRA coming. They, they, they come watch the race there and then they go to promoter for their finals. So, I mean, it's just a historic event historic times and, and, and just to the timing of it, it's huge. And man, I've been out there to where those grandstands are full. The banks are full. The pits are full. It's just, man, I mean, it, it really is 
to me, it, it makes me excited. To, the, the race we put on there last year, <clears throat> and I told them then, we sold more pre-sale tickets at that event than we sold at any other event for the whole season. Wow. And it's just, I mean, people fly in, they drive in you know, to get those motorhomes up there on the front and just load it up like they do. Incredible place. And for this to be the last one, man, I, I really look for this to be a huge event. I really do. It's going to be a huge event because it is an absolutely beautiful facility. Very rarely do we see in watercraft racing a purpose-built facility. And that's exactly what we have at Wild Horse Pass. And it's, it's a shame to see it go. But, you know, there's plenty of water. I always tell people there's plenty of water in America. We'll find somewhere else and we'll keep racing. But with all the history and everything, and it's such a beautiful place. It's so easy to get to, you know, that part of Arizona, just easy to get around. And uh, but, hey, onward and upward for, for 2023. Uh, David Carroll, we thank you so much for your time. We know you're a busy man getting ready for Marble Falls. And again, fans, watch our coverage of Marble Falls Lake Fest, the SDBA racing there this weekend live on our youtube channel and facebook page and also on twitch so david carroll thank you so much for your time and we'll see you this weekend hey jared i appreciate everything you do buddy i'll see you this weekend buddy. thank you once again fans we thank david carroll for being our guest on the podcast this week and a reminder all weekend long nothing but drag boats on the racer h2o youtube channel and facebook page make sure you like share subscribe follow all that great stuff Find links at racerh2o.com. Also, fans, we have some great merchandise for sale. Racerh2o.com. We've got hats, koozies, T-shirts, mugs, glasses, all kinds of stuff. So if you want to look great this racing season, get your Racer H2O gear now exclusively at racerh2o.com. Many thanks to our guest, David Carroll, once again, fans, and especially thanks to you for listening. Make sure you share this podcast. Let everybody know about the Racer H2O podcast. And we'll see you next time, fans. I'm your old pal, Jared. This has been the Racer H2O Podcast.